right, it's time for that big question. Who is your greatest number 95 ever in NFL history? Well, we are going to give you a bunch of different options of the most substantial players in NFL history wear that number, and we'll give you a top 10 that we think are the best. All this and more coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history and to the SportsHistoryNetwork.com, where we are one of 24 great podcasts going on and talking about sports history all the time for many different eras. It is the headquarters of sports yesteryear, and we are here today to talk about the jersey numbers of the NFL, and in particular, our number 95 today, that jersey number that has been the bearer on so many backs of great players in NFL history. And we have one Hall of Famer that wore number 95, according to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I'm sorry, two. And, but one of them we could not find where Charles Haley is listed on the Pro Football Hall of Fame's website as wearing 95. We could not find in a season where Charles Haley wore number 95. So we can't really talk about him in this uh, discussion of these great 95s. Well, if you go back and check our jersey number 94, you definitely, we, we are all over him there. He is listed as a Hall of Famer there, and we see where he wore number 94. But the other Hall of Famer that we will talk about that is the 15-year veteran that wore 95, and that's Richard Dent. And, you know, Richard Dent, just a fantastic player. And, you know, on our bio that we have for him, uh, you know, he was defensive end for the Chicago Bears. And according to the Pro Football Hall of Fame's website bio, he came from Tennessee State, and he was picked by the Bears in a 1983 NFL draft. In the eighth round, what a bargain find for Chicago had with that pick, as Dent dominated with 137 and a half career sacks. Sure was part of one of the NFL's greatest defenses, the 1985 Bears, who were under legendary coordinator Buddy Ryan. And Dent was an all-pro and he went to the Pro Bowl four times, each as well as being named the Super Bowl 20 most valuable player. And as the Bears capped off the monster season by winning it all. Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrined Richard Dent in the year 2011. Now, it's pretty rare for a defensive player to be named as the defensive, as the most valuable player. It's happened a handful of times in 50-some Super Bowls, so, you know, less than 10% of the time. But Richard Dent was definitely uh, one of those. You know, he is just a, a phenomenal player. And we said those four Pro Bowls, 671 solo tackles, uh, 37 forced fumbles during his career, and 30, or I'm sorry, 203 games that he started in. And he wasn't always with the Chicago Bears. He was there from 83 to 93. But in 1994, he played with the San Francisco 49ers. And in 95, back with the Bears. And then a a year with Indianapolis, a year with Philadelphia in 1997. Uh, All in all, 15 years, uh, 12 with Chicago, all wearing, uh, I'm sorry, most of them wearing number 95. The Indianapolis stint he'd had were 
a 96 in that season. So a brilliant career for Richard Dent, and that is why he is going on number one on our list of the top 10 greatest players to wear number 95. Next player is one of my personal favorites, and that is Greg Lloyd, you know, the great outside linebacker of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, just a, a great description is on uh, Steelers.com in their history pages. And, you know, Dick LeBeau had been in the NFL for, you know, 47 years, almost 50 years. You know, 14 as a player, 33 as a coach. A uh, couple stints as the defensive coordinator of Steelers. Uh, most recently was the defensive coordinator of the uh, Tennessee Titans. He was also the Cincinnati Bengals head coach uh, for a while. And he was asked one time, who, what player that he's coached in those 33 seasons he'd pick, if he could, to build a defense around? And he almost immediately answered Greg Lloyd. You know, it wasn't, uh, you know, Troy Polamalu. It wasn't, you know, Kevin Green. It wasn't, uh, you know, many of the other great players that he had. He immediately said Greg Lloyd. And, you know, so why did he pick Greg Lloyd from all those others? Well, LeBeau said that Lloyd had a no-nonsense approach. Uh, he went on to say that it seemed to permeate the rest of the group. Lloyd played his college football for Valley State, where he also majored in chemical engineering. And the Steelers discovered him when they were watching an all-star game of the, the traditionally black colleges. Uh, it was called the Sheridan All-Star Game at the time. And Lloyd stood out because he just was all over the field making just about every tackle. And the Steelers ended up making him their six-round draft pick in 1987. And then... On his very first play in minicamp, the website goes on to say, Lloyd covered the back out of the backfield and made an interception. He was a three-time All-Pro. And he ranks ninth on the team in all-time sacks list with 53 and a half and played in five Pro Bowls, named to the most valuable player of the team uh, two different times. You know, Greg Lloyd, tremendous player. Uh, three times as an All-Pro. Uh, you know, his sack, uh, 54 and a half, like we said, 707 solo tackles, 147 games played. And was with the Steelers from 1988 to 1997. And in one final year in Carolina, uh, where he ended his career. But he's always remembered wearing, the, you know, that 95 with that black jersey. Uh, just a, a very vicious player and v very well respected because he could really rush the passer. Really would come off that edge hard. Greg Lloyd uh, going on our list is our number two player. And I think we may we will see him in Canton one of these days. Uh, another great player uh, that we want to talk about is Kyle Williams. Uh, you know, Kyle is just a... A very large man, defensive tackle, six foot one, 303 pounds, came out of uh, uh, LSU and was drafted by the Buffalo Bills in the fifth round of the 2006 NFL draft. And, you know, what this man has done for the Bills. Uh, he played all the way with the, from 2006 all the way to 2018, and he registered 48 and a half sacks, 387 solo tackles, four forced fumbles, 183 games. Just a solid defensive tackle. You couldn't run very well against uh, him on that side. They would always sort of try to run away from him or maybe go right at him and just put a double team on him because he was that dominant of a player. Um, you know, just a... Uh, many different uh, instances where you know he showed his face and dominated uh, an offensive line because he was just that good 
And, uh, you know, Kyle Williams is one we're going to definitely put under consideration uh, later on here. And even though he, he had six, uh, didn't have any all pros, but he had six Pro Bowl appearances. That's pretty substantial. You know, as a matter of fact, we're going to put him on the list now because that's, that's pretty good for Kyle Williams. Uh, you know, he just was a very integral part of that Buffalo Bills defense uh, during his stay there. And you know, William, William Fuller is another player we want to talk about. Defensive end, six foot three, two 271 pounds, that uh, came out of North Carolina, uh, the Tar Heels uh, product. He uh, was drafted in 1986 by uh, Houston, and they were the Houston Oilers at that time. And he played all the, there all the way through 1993 and then went to the Philadelphia Eagles in 94 uh, through uh, 96. And in 97 and 98 seasons were played as a member of the San Diego Chargers. He made it to four Pro Bowls uh, from his defensive end position. One hundred and a half sacks, 483 solo tackles, 19 forced fumbles, uh, 194 games, four Pro Bowls. I think that uh, Mr. Will Fuller, he's another one that's going to go right up to the top, go right on our list, uh, number four spot. Uh, very good player indeed. And uh, that's why we want to choose him to get on that list of the greatest number 95s. Another great player we want to talk about from the defensive tackle position, Tim Bowens, uh, the great uh, Mississippi player, University of Mississippi. I was drafted by the Miami Dolphins in the first round, 20th overall in the 1994 draft. Uh, he played with the Dolphins 94 all the way through 2004. Uh, stayed with his entire career with that Dolphins organization. 22 sacks, 303 solo tackles, 9 forced fumbles, 157 games. Uh, played in two Pro Bowls and was a 1994 AP Defensive Rookie of the Year uh, for Mr. Tim Bowens. And we're going to put him under some uh, consideration here with those two Pro Bowls. And of course, a Rookie of the Year is not too shabby either. Uh, you know, Bryce Pop is another uh, player we want to talk about, linebacker uh, that played for the Green Bay Packers, uh, who drafted him in the sixth round of the 1990 uh, NFL Draft, 159th overall. Came out of Northern Iowa, uh, a great uh, college there. But he was a Packer from 1990 to 1994, then went to the Buffalo Bills, 95, 96, 97. Then he spent a couple years with the Jacksonville Jaguars, 98 and 99, and the final year, 2000, with the Minnesota Vikings. 95 his entire career, uh, which was uh, you know, had him up here, 8, 10, 11 total seasons. Four Pro Bowls, one All-Pro, 1995 AP Defensive uh, Player of the Year. Uh, just a... A great player, Brace Pop, another one that we are going to uh, put on our list uh, to keep an eye on as we get down here to deliberate. Uh, next player we're going to talk about is Michael Carter, the nose tackle from SMU that was drafted by the San Francisco 49ers in the fifth round, 121st overall, the 1984 NFL Draft. He was a 49er through and through, 1984 to 1992, played on some great teams there three-time Super Bowl champion with them as a matter of fact uh, 121 games played uh, 22 and a half sacks uh, three Pro Bowls one All-Pro uh, Michael Carter nose tackle uh, great player another one we will keep under consideration to make our list um, next one is Jonathan Babineau uh, 
uh, fantastic defensive end, defensive tackle from Iowa. Uh, he ended up having 27 sacks in his career, 291 solo tackles, 10 forced fumbles, 185 games. Atlanta Falcons from 2005 all the way to 2016 never left that franchise and just a tremendous player for them did not have any pro bowls or all pros but a great player nonetheless next up is one of the great big men ever to play in football six foot three 350 pounds Sam Adams not the beer a great defensive tackle defensive end that uh, played for the Seattle Seahawks from 94 through 1999, Baltimore 2000-2001, uh, Oakland Raider in 2002, and the Buffalo Bills 2003-2004-2005, Cincinnati in 2006-2007 with the Denver Broncos. 44 sacks in his career, 308 uh, solo tackles, 5 forced fumbles in 206 games, 3 Pro Bowls, 1-time Super Bowl champion Sam Adams, Another great player that we are going to put under some strong consideration uh, on our list of uh, the best. Eight seasons he wore the number 95, by the way. Uh, The John Bunting, another uh, big player, six foot one, 220 pound linebacker, you know, not, not big in size, but big as uh, far as his play. 1972 Philadelphia Eagle all the way to 1982 season. Those great teams that they had uh, there on defense. Uh, had a 14 and a half sacks. Uh, no all pros, uh, but uh, still a significant player for that defense all the same. Uh, Derek Wolf, a defensive tackle that's played more recently. 2012, uh, all the way through last year, 2020, uh, played with Baltimore last year. His first uh, eight years in the league, though, were with the Denver Broncos. He uh, brought in 34 sacks in his career, 225 solo tackles, one forced fumble, 122 games, a Super Bowl championship with those Denver Broncos, and uh, and did not have any Pro Bowls or All-Pro seasons. Uh, Charles Johnson, another great defensive end, uh, was the Carolina Panthers' uh, third-round pick in the 2007 NFL Draft. He came from uh, the University of Georgia and uh, played with Carolina's entire career, 2007 to 2017. Uh, 67 and a half sacks, 228 uh, solo tackles, 17 forced fumbles, 143 games uh, for Charles Johnson. Uh, Sean Phillips, a defensive end. Uh, this man uh, played with the San Diego Chargers for uh, nine seasons, 2004 through 2012. Denver Bronco in 2013, and then he split time in 2014 between Indianapolis and Tennessee. And he had 81 and a half sacks, a pretty good sack total, 406 solo tackles, 22 forced fumbles, 168 games, and one Pro Bowl. Uh, Sean uh, Phillips, definitely a very tough player and uh, what we'll remember. Now, this is a guy that's uh, very famous right now, Miles Garrett. Cleveland Browns uh, selected him from Texas A&M, number one in the draft uh, just a few years ago. He's six foot four, 272 pounds so far. In his uh, short career, he has 48 and a half sacks, 118 solo tackles in just 55 games. 2017 is his first season, and he's still going strong. One of the, the biggest beasts in uh, the, the pass rush going in the NFL right now. 
and he is definitely one to keep an eye on. Very bright career for him, and he's still playing and got some of the best playing days ahead of him. Let's bring up uh, three more here. Jarrett Johnson, defensive end, uh, played for the Baltimore Ravens 2003 through 2011, and then San Diego Chargers 2012 through 2014. 25 and a half sacks for him, 368 solo tackles, 11 forced fumbles. Uh, he came out of the uh, Alabama system. Uh, Baltimore Ravens drafted him in the fourth round of the 2003 draft. Uh, no Pro Bowls, no All Pros. Jameer Miller. Well, he had one Pro Bowl and one All-Pro season with the Arizona Cardinals, 1994 to 1998, and Cleveland Browns, 99 through 2001, 36 sacks for him, 481 solo tackles for Jamil Miller. Uh, Chris Jones, another defensive tackle to talk about. He, uh, of course, was with Kansas City for his entire career, 2016, and still playing there in 2021. And so far in his career, 42 and a half sacks, 125 solo tackles, two Pro Bowls and a Super Bowl championship so far to his name. So Chris Jones, uh, a very another very big uh, contender to uh, look forward to here uh, going forward in the NFL. So I think it's time for us to pick our top 10. So far, we have four of them. Richard Dent, the Hall of Famer, Greg Lloyd, Kyle Williams, William Fuller. And I think I'm going to put Tim Bowens on that as our number five. And I think number six, uh, Bryce Pop. Number seven, I'm going to go with Miles Garrett. Even though he's young in his career, I think he is that dominant of a player. So there's our seventh. Michael Carter, I'm going to put as our eighth player. And I am going to go with... uh, uh, Chris Jones, who we just talked about as our uh, tenth, uh, ninth player. And our 10th, I think I'm going to go with Sam Adams, the, the big guy, uh, most famously with a few teams, but especially the Buffalo Bills. So there you have it. There's our top 10, and we appreciate you, you know, listening here and helping us with this. Uh, if you hear anything or don't agree, we want your feedback. Uh, email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com. Let us know where you think we went wrong and where you think we could have done better. Uh, maybe there's a player we missed. Uh, it happens from time to time. You know, please let us know about that. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Pigskin Dispatch. Facebook, we have the Pigskin Dispatch page. Also, we post on LinkedIn as Darren Hayes. Uh, be feel, feel free to uh, post uh, with us and uh, enjoy the comments and things that you have there. We like your participation. We appreciate those who have. And uh, like we said, email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com. Catch us each and every day with a new podcast, new blog posts on pigskindispatch.com. And you can also find us on sportshistorynetwork.com. Till tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. Hey, are you ready for some football? Some fantasy football? How about some? Daily fantasy football. Silly questions, right? Of course you are. You're ready to talk some smack and win some cash every Sunday, and Thursday, and Monday, and whenever there's football games. The Sports History Network invites you to play your daily fantasy football this season at thrivefantasy.com. Thrive Fantasy offers hundreds of thousands, millions in cash every day on NBA, MLB, PGA, golf, cricket, esports, and of course, NFL football. Every week during the 2021 NFL season, Thrive Fantasy has pool play contests and heads-up matches with prizes of all sizes, and even free play contests for real money. Sign up with Thrive Fantasy today to get a 100% match bonus on your first deposit for up to $100 in free daily fantasy football play. 
visit sportshistorynetwork.com slash thrive. That's T-H-R-I-V-E. Or enter promo code S-H-N when depositing at the cashier. Join Thrive Fantasy today, earn cash prizes, and support great shows like this at the Sports History Network. Now that's a win-win-win situation for you to kick off your own NFL season. That's all the football history we have today, folks. Join us back tomorrow for more of your football history. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.